Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's the panel show every weekday afternoon at this time here on the Oakley Show. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Let me introduce our panel. First and foremost, Alyssa Freeman, PR and pop culture media expert. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Kevin Goodett is the president of Bright Point Strategy and formerly of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm great. Thanks, Johnny. Great day for Talk Radio. Thank you for that. Nice to have you on board. Rocco Rossi, the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, formerly the CEO of Prostate Cancer Canada. How's Rocco doing? Uh, the band's all back together again. I'm doing really well and loving that pizza. Oh, yeah. From Pizzaville. <laughs> Our sponsor. Know, man, Why is every... in the past from a week ago. I'm, yeah, it seems like everybody's uh, got a Jones for the pie while uh, this is in progress, so we'll have to you arrange for that. You want a slice of that action? Or oh, what? No, I was waiting for that. That's I was right. waiting for that. Your boy, uh, Angelo Contardi, isn't he looking yeah. after you? Yeah, he oh, takes care of me. Oh, there's My your cousin. Husband. Your cousin, very nice. All right, listen. Uh, speaking of taking care of folks, Oshawa, General Motors, they're announcing they're going within the year, uh, and there's talk of politicians needing to do something. Next hour, Andrew Shear is going to join us, so it'll become the inevitable first question. What can politicians do? Because, you know, Doug Ford is being pilloried in the legislature. Andrea Horvath saying, you know, you've cratered. There's something you should do. Justin Trudeau saying, there's something we're going to do. Uh, we don't know if he's just paying lip service to it. Throw it around the horn. Rocco, do you think there's anything at this point any of our politicians provincially or federally can do to forestall what looks to be the inevitable? Well, I think the key is we want to focus on competitiveness in general because, um, first off, it's it's a tragedy, obviously, for the uh, yeah, but for saving the families. Twenty six hundred jobs but, in the immediate. No, but we have to we have to focus on the long term and the big and the big picture. And if we if we're just in the bailout business, that's um, that's a tough. Well, General uh, Motors said they at. didn't even want a bailout. And Doug has, yeah. And uh, according to Doug Ford, he was told numerous times, "There's not anything. This is a done deal." So he announced that that ship has left the dock, and he's got everybody climbing all over his back, including the two union guys they had on yesterday, Buzz Hargrove and Jerry Diaz. Kevin, is there anything realistically, practically, that any of these politicians can do? Well, I don't see how. If the business says no. Um, market forces being what they are, this company's had some clearly some management challenges. You know, a little known, a little noticed fact of the announcement was that they're they're stopping production of the Chevy Volt as well. Right. Um, In look the at uh, this industry's got capacity problems, and GM's part of that. And low cost w- wages in Mexico are the ones who win here. How do you forestall that unless you're willing to? shovel more large buckets of taxpayer money into the private sector and picking winners and losers. We, we already shoveled 10 billion or 13 billion or some really large amount of money. 10.8. Nine years ago, they paid some of it back and some of it uh, we got in shares and, mm-hmm. and I don't know how it nets out four or five billion. Um, look, the, the best thing I think we can do as a society and government is to put in place the best measures possible to transition employees and during difficult time. 
All right. Uh, the idea that this might even be a litmus test for Justin Trudeau coming into an election year. I mean, he's really on the hot seat, isn't he? As much as uh, more so than Doug Ford, I would think. Alyssa? Uh, I think it's equal, John. And I think when you ask the question, what can we do or what can politicians do now? What they can do now is better message about the issue. I think that one of the reasons that Doug Ford is being pilloried is that he basically repeated what he was told, which was, this ship has sailed. So he told the truth. And he did tell the truth, Mm. but there was no couching around it. There was no sort of this, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to help. As Kevin said, we might help you transition. We might help with this. I mean, the writing was on the wall. There were 40,000 jobs 10 years ago, and there's 2,500 now. So, however, it was the way he messaged it. And I watched that, um, that press effort where he did give that message, and he honestly looked shaken of the because of the news and he honestly i felt really had that empathy towards the workers who were affected so you know full marks on being on showing having that sort of empathy but where it fell down for me was is that there was no call to action after it was sort of like this is it we have to live with the news and now we have to move on So, what would a call to action be uh apart from paying lip service to we're going to make sure we do everything for these workers who are being displaced it would have had to been something along that because sometimes you just need to give people what they need to hear at the time. And even though that there might have not been a, a concrete plan, he could have sort of rolled out some of those more uh, obvious tropes that we're going to help transition, we're going to think about different opportunities, you know, this province is still open for business, et cetera, et cetera. Ex- except that what happened yesterday was that it was end, this ship has sailed, end, full stop. And it was kind of a, a really sad moment. All right. Isn't isn't part of the question what it is? What what is it that people need to hear? And uh, I heard your your interview yesterday with Jerry Diaz, and you know you asked him the question repeatedly. What are you What are you proposing gets done? And and uh, I think he dodged. There isn't. He doesn't have an answer to that no. question. So uh, I think one of the things painful things people need to hear actually is the truth, which isn't false hope about trying to keep a plant open that's just not going to be kept open. Well, Jerry Diaz also said yesterday that uh, his plan, if you call it that, is to try to, and he was today to call uh, the head of the UAW and try to, in a show of solidarity, get them to uh, also shut down GM plants in the United States so that somehow uh, GM would get the message that Oshawa is not going quietly. I'm not sure. And how so crack- they just close sooner. Like uh, how smart a strategy? Well, not is not that? not shut them down, yeah. but you know, bring grind right. them to a halt, halt. with a wildcat or yeah. something like that. I mean, I I don't know that that's even practical to ask. Right, get your workers to actually get paid less in the intervening eleven months that they may have left on a contract if they choose to. Uh, to uh, take advantage of the remaining amount of the con. I mean, it's unclear at this point in time whether or not they're going to get paid through the end of next November or the following 10 months thereafter. I mean, if his gambit is to try and get those extra 10 months, I guess that maybe that maybe this is part of that plan, but it's not clear. But well, I think his gambit actually is to show his his workers or, you know, his union, the the members that I've got your back. At least I'm thinking of ideas. At least I'm trying to think about how to save these jobs, whether practical or not. But you <clears> asked <throat> that question too, is, you know, what do we want people to hear? Do we want to hear pie in the sky? Do they need to hear pie in the sky initiatives? Like let's get together with the UAW and close plants. Not going to happen. Or do we tell them the truth? We bailed these people out in 2009. It, this is what happened. We, you know, we have to put a, a real realistic plan of action in that doesn't 
result in pie-in-the-sky yeah. ideas and, and false promises. And the reality is the, the economy is changing faster and faster. Industries are changing faster and faster. The premium on figuring out very, very strong, lifelong learning, lifelong skilling and reskilling is critical. And I know, you know, you said it was a trope. It's not a trope. The, I, I was in a very interesting conversation last night with uh, people from OPG and, and, and from Bruce Power. And quite frankly, OPG and, and Bruce are going through massive refurbishments of the nuclear reactor fleet in Ontario that's going to require tons of, of work, skilled labor, et cetera, both from the construction and then and then afterwards, and so there are going to be opportunities, and opportunities right in Durham with Darlington and 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 Pickering, and so we've got to get together. And to your point about you know what's the action plan, it's around things like that where there's an absolute need, uh, and there's growth in different sectors, but we have to be agile. We have to take advantage of the great college system that we have, the universities the revised apprenticeship, et cetera, to really drive that opportunity for everyone willing to reach for it. It makes me think that, you know, and I, I hate to bring up the, you know, the, maybe the obvious of let's get a, a committee together. But honestly, when you talk about the colleges, when you talk about what Bruce Power was doing, when you talk about what other people are doing, maybe we need what what Doug Ford uh, should put together is sort of like a bit, a bit of a think tank in terms of taking all these people who can help the province and make it better and show what they're doing and maybe show how we could create some synergies. Not that maybe anything will really come out of it, but at least it would be some sort of you talk of a call no, to action. something has to come out of it. It's well, not... Yeah. Well, all right. I think, but the important. first step is yeah. at least is, is at least uh, consolidating well, some great ideas or having an articulated industrial strategy, strategy. right? Uh, and maybe that's part and parcel of the problem. Not uh, thinking ahead of the curve. However, talking uh, federally or provincially, just well, to be clear. Yeah, well, federally, I guess. Uh, but listen, Buzz Hargrove, who was the past president of the Canadian Auto Workers, suggested yesterday. Again, this is the the hell Mary thing that you know they're throwing. It's like pulling your goalie when you're down five goals and hoping something magical happens. Uh, that maybe they could shut out the GM product from Ontario because Ontario not only manufactures, but they buy at least as many uh, as they manufacture. And so GM would get the message that way. I said, I don't even know if that's legal. He said, who cares? I knew I knew he was floundering at I'm that I'm sure point. the dealership network would care. I'm yeah. sure they would. Uh, but l there may be, maybe, and again, uh, you know, since we're all speculating, talking pie in the sky, a wholly Canadian solution to this. And I want to offer it up for your consumption here in a moment. See what the panel thinks. Alyssa Freeman, Kevin Gadet, Rocco Rossi, Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. There's disappointment that it seems like GM would rather build its electric cars in China. We did not bail General Motors out so we could watch them hoard profits, shut down plants, and devastate communities. And the shareholders are happy and the board of directors is thrilled. The ship has left the dock. Well, I'm sorry. I would tell the company, well, you better turn her around, put her back into the dock. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.